This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word so that we can become all God has created us to be. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to get a copy of the Daily Hope Gold Scripture Box called Verses of Hope, a great way to keep God's Word right at your fingertips all year round. You can go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called Radical Gratitude. How do you know when somebody has spiritual roots? Real simple, you can see the fruit. Here's the equation, no root, no fruit, okay? Really hard to understand. No root, no fruit. Any gardener goes, you cut the root off a plant, there isn't gonna be fruit on the vine. And if you don't have spiritual roots, you will have no fruit of love and joy and peace overflowing in your life. Our culture is spiritually rootless. And as a result, we get blown away by this fad and that therapy and that instance and that circumstance and that problem. And we can see society decaying in many areas. We can see conflict in many areas. We can see crime in many areas. All these things, it comes from a lack of spiritual roots. So what we're gonna do in this series is talk about radical living. Not fanatical, radical living. Rooted in God's love. So you're stable, you're strong. You can take anything that comes at you no matter what happens and none of us knows what's gonna happen in the next decade. We're gonna look at what does it mean to radically follow Christ? What would happen in your life if you really took Jesus seriously? I mean, not casually, but really took him seriously and God's plan for your life. What kind of fruit would happen in your life? How, How productive would you be? How much more productive if you had deeper roots? There's a story in the Bible in the book of 2 Kings about a king named Hezekiah. He was the king of Israel and everything was going wrong for Israel, but the worst thing that was happening was the enemy nation of Syria had a huge army and they were coming at them and they were gonna kick their butts. They were gonna take over, they were gonna annihilate and uproot Israel. And King Hezekiah is devastated and he goes to the temple of God and he lays out flat on the ground and he prays and goes, God, you gotta help me. I'm in a no-win situation. Uh, the, you know, time's up, it, the, the, the last inning's over, we're in overtime and I'm way behind and we're gonna, get, we're gonna get killed. So you gotta help me, God, please help. And through God's prophet, a man named Isaiah, God gives Hezekiah this promise. It's a wonderful promise. Up here on the screen, 2 Kings 19.30, it says, the surviving remnant, those who make it through that tough year, whether it's recession or war or whatever, the surviving remnant of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. That's my prayer for Saddleback Church, that we will take root downward, we'll be deeper rooted in God's love, and as a result, we'll produce more fruit in our lives. The Bible says in Colossians, look there on your outline, Colossians 2 verse 7 in God's word translation, sink your roots into him 
Let's talk about Christ and build on him. Be strengthened by the faith that you were taught and read it with me. Overflow with thanksgiving. Circle overflow with thanksgiving. The first characteristic of deep roots. How do you know when somebody has deep spiritual roots? You can write this down. Continuous gratitude. The first characteristic that you know you are not shallow, you are not superficial, that you have deep spiritual roots is you are continually grateful. You overflow with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not to be a day that we celebrate once a year. It is to be a habit of a lifestyle of the radical believer. If you have deep roots, the deeper you understand God's love, the more grateful you're gonna be. What is the definition of radical gratitude? Well, turn your outline over, and the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, this is the definition of radical gratitude. He's not talking about just saying, well, I'm thankful for my parents or my family. Anybody can do that. I'm thankful for pumpkin pie. Anybody can say that. I'm thankful for freedom and health. Anybody can say that. Takes no intelligence, no character, no faith to be grateful for the good things in your life. Radical gratitude is this. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's radical gratitude. In all circumstances, give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, friends, this is such an important verse. I want to tear it apart word by word here. First, it says, give thanks. That means gratitude. It means appreciation. It means uh, recognition. It means praise. It means giving credit to people where credit is due. In everything, give thanks. By the way, the phrase give thanks here in the Greek word is the word eucharisteros. Actually, it's eucharisteo. Eucharisteo is uh, the word we get eucharist from. Has anybody ever heard this word, eucharist? Eucharist is one of the words that we call the Lord's Supper. It's called communion. It's called the Lord's Supper. It's called the Eucharist. What does that mean? That's the Greek word that simply means give thanks. And when we take the Lord's Supper together, we're giving thanks to God for his salvation, for his forgiveness, for our home in heaven, and all of these things. We're just giving thanks. Now it says give thanks in, circle the word in, and then it says all, circle the word all. Now first notice, give thanks in all circumstances. It does not say give thanks for all circumstances. Big difference. Doesn't say for, it says in. You don't have to be thankful for the bad in your life. You don't have to be thankful for evil. And there's a lot of evil in the world. If a little girl gets kidnapped and molested and killed, you don't ever have to be thankful for that. If a woman gets raped, you don't ever have to be thankful for that. When a young man is shot down in Afghanistan, you don't have to be thankful for that. When a car driven by a drunk plows into somebody and a family dies, you don't have to be thankful for that. The Bible does not say be thankful for all evil. There's a lot of evil. That would make God a sicko. Everything that happens in the world is not God's will. People say, well, it must be God's will. Baloney. Most of the times God's will is not done. My will is done. That's why we're to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because in heaven, God's will is always done. And on earth, God's will is rarely done. 
So don't blame God for all the evil in the world. And you certainly don't have to thank God for it. He doesn't say thank God for it. It says thank God in it. Why can I thank God in every circumstance? Well, there's a number of reasons. One, I know God is in control. I know God can bring good out of evil. I know even the stupid mistakes I make, God can turn it around. I know that I'm not gonna have to live on earth forever. I know I'm gonna go to heaven one day. I know I can't lose my salvation. I know that no matter what happens, God isn't gonna stop loving me. I could think of a hundred things I can be thankful for in the circumstance, even when the circumstance stinks. It doesn't say for everything, it says in. Now it says in all things. Now that word there, all circumstances, all, the Greek word is the word pos, and pos means any, all, everything, anyone, all the time, anywhere, everywhere, the whole thing. It means no exception, no excuses, no exemptions. God expects you to be grateful in every circumstance. That's called radical gratitude. Anybody can be grateful for the nice present somebody just gave you. But to be grateful in all circumstances is radical gratitude. In, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. People say, I need to know God's will. There it is. I wanna know what God wants me to do with my life. There it is. In everything, give thanks. This is God's will for you. You say, well, what am I supposed to do in the next decade? Am I supposed to get a new job? Am I supposed to go to school? Am I supposed to get married? Am I supposed to move overseas? What am I supposed to? God says, I'll tell you number two when you start doing number one. Okay, all those other number twos, we'll work on those three, four, five, six, but first, let's work on this one. I want you to, in everything, learn to give thanks, for this is my will for you. Once you've got that one done, we'll start talking about number two, three, four, five, and six. This is clear. In everything, give thanks. This is God's will for you. Now why, why is that true? Why is it always God's will, no matter what happens in my life, that I am to give thanks, not for the circumstances, but in the circumstance? Why is that God's will? Five reasons, you might write these down. Number one, because it honors God. Gratitude honors God. Anytime you thank anyone, you honor them. For instance, if I say to my wife, honey, I am so grateful for that great Thanksgiving dinner you made. I have just honored my wife. When I say to her mom, uh, mom, I wanna thank you for having Kay so I could marry her. I am honoring her. When I say to you, thank you for opening the door for me, or thank you for coming to another service, or thank you, but what I am honoring you, anytime you express gratitude, you honor that person. The Bible says this about God, giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. When you sacrifice your giving thanks, what are you sacrificing? Your time, your money, your thought, it takes time to think of things to be grateful for. Now, my wife likes for me to say thank you for the things she does for me, but if that's all I ever did, she'd begin to wonder, does he really love me or does he just love me for the things I do for him? At some point, I have to start moving to the higher level of thanksgiving, which is not just thanking my wife for what she does, but thanking my wife for who she is. That's a higher level of thanksgiving. 
If my kids came to me and the only time they thank me is when I give them an allowance, I begin to wonder, do they love me or do they just love the money? Now, if all you do is thank God, God, thank you for letting me get into this class. God, thank you for giving me this food. Thank you, God, for the things you do for me. God starts going, do you really love me or do you just love the things I do for you? You need to learn to thank God, not just for what he does, but who he is. God, I thank you that you're smarter than me. I thank you that your wisdom is greater. I thank you that you know it'll make me happy more than, you, than I do. God, I thank you that you're consistent when I'm inconsistent. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you, God, that you're always fair. I thank you that even when I don't understand it, you have my best interest at heart. That's thanking God for who he is. And you need to get beyond the thank you, God, for food to thank you, God, for who you are. That's taking your roots deeper. It honors God. Develop the attitude of gratitude. Doctors have shown in many, many reports that gratitude is the healthiest human emotion. That the more grateful you are in life, the healthier you'll be actually physically. It's good for your physical health. The more ungrateful you are in life, the more it actually affects your health. Gratitude is good for your health, it's good for your heart. And if you say, God, I'm not gonna put my feet on the ground in the morning, I'm gonna sit on the edge of my bed, and before I do anything else, I'm gonna stop and say, thank you. And, and I would say, just start this week. Every day, sit on the side of your bed and think of 10 things to thank God for before you get out of bed. It'll change your attitude. It'll change your day. The first five minutes of your day sets your mood for the rest of the day. And if you start it with gratitude, you'll be healthier, you'll be happier, you'll be closer to God. Your deep roots will be going deeper. You just start saying, God, let me just think of who you are, what you've done, how much you've done for me. And I make a list, and I think of 10 things, and I think of 10 more things. Give thanks, it honors God. The second thing it does is, why is God's gr gratitude God's will? Because it creates fellowship. It creates fellowship. What, I'm, what do I mean by that? It builds relationships. Gratitude always builds deeper relationships between you and other people. Not just between you and God, but between you and other people. Now listen. Whoever you want to get closer to, start expressing gratitude to that person and you'll get closer. If you start moving away from your husband or your wife, you know what you need to do? You need to start doing what you did during dating, express gratitude. Start writing little kind notes, making calls during the day. Do the things you did at first. The reason you've lost that love and feeling is because you've stopped doing the things that created that love and feeling early on. And you take each other for granted. And you want to rebuild that relationship with a friend, with a parent, with a spouse, with people in your small group. Whoever you want to get closer to, start spending more time expressing gratitude to them. You want to build your small group? Don't just go to small group. During the week, text them, email them, call them, write them. Say, you know, I'm grateful for you. And here's why I'm grateful. And you'll find that the more grateful you are for your group, the more your group will coalesce together. The Bible says this, encourage one another and build each other up. So I wanna encourage you to be more intentional in expressing gratitude to the people in your small group. This week, write some notes, you know, send some texts or emails. 
and just tell people how grateful you are. It brings you closer together. Number three, the third reason why it's God's will for you to be radically grateful is it develops faith. It develops my faith. Now, what, how, do, how does gratitude develop my faith? Well, it happens when times are tough. When things don't make sense, when you can't figure it out, when your prayers are unanswered, when everything is going the way you didn't want it to go, and yet you thank God in that circumstance. God, I know you're in control. I know you love me, and I know you can bring good out of this, and I'm just thanking you. I'm not thankful for this situation. I just got fired. But I'm thankful in the situation that you're bigger than my problem, and you can turn off one faucet and turn on another just as easily, and I'm thanking you for that. That is an evidence of trust. And when you learn anybody can thank God for good things, but if you can thank God even in the bad things, your faith grows and your roots go deeper. It's also an evidence of humility. You see, when you thank God in a situation you don't understand, you're saying, God, I don't understand this, but I'm humble enough to know I'm not God. And you are, and I, and I trust you, and I'm humble enough to admit it that you know what's best for me. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. You can get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered right to your inbox every day. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free daily devotional. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... In the Bible, Jesus told us that in this world, we will have trouble. But we should take heart because He has overcome the world. It's easy to forget Jesus' words of hope with reports of devastating news hitting us daily. You may even find yourself feeling overwhelmed and distraught. That's why you need to grab a hold of God's Word. It's an anchor for your soul that will fill you with hope. And to help you, Pastor Rick has created the Verses of Hope Scripture Box, featuring a very special collection of verses to restore your sense of hope daily. This beautiful scripture box is gold with the look and feel of real leather, and there's an embossed Bible verse on top. It's filled with artfully illustrated and inspiring scripture cards, along with well-designed blank cards for your personal notes. This unique tool will help you anchor yourself in God's Word and fill you with hope. We'll send it to you when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people everywhere. Quantities are limited, so be sure to act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Your generous prayers and support help us teach God's Word to people all around the world who've never heard about the hope in Jesus Christ. And God is using your prayers and your gifts to help us reach people who would never set foot inside the door of a church. Here's a letter from Cheryl who said, Pastor Rick, your obedience in teaching God's word brings blessings of hope in my life every day through your daily email devotional. Through your teaching, God is continually changing my thinking and aligning my heart with his word, which brings hope 
and happiness to my life and positive thoughts for a great future. Please pray that I'll keep the fight to keep the enemy from stealing the truth from me. I can now see why staying in God's word every day is so important. I want to pray for Cheryl right now. Cheryl, let me pray for you. Father, together we join in praying for Cheryl right now, and I ask that your word will grow deep in her heart and in the hearts of everyone else who's listening right now. Plant it like a seed in fertile soil, and then make it grow, and and let the weeds of temptation not choke it out. Help her and help all of us to stand firm in your truth. And Father, I pray for everyone who hears this message today. I pray for every listener of Daily Hope, and I ask that you strengthen them to be obedient to your word, to see your purpose, and to depend on your power, trusting Jesus that you'll help them through no matter what they face. And I ask this prayer, and I pray this blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.